Assalamu alaikum and welcome to No Apologies Given podcast. Um, my name is Fess and I'm here with. What is it with you guys? You know what? I forgot, yeah. I forgot, I forgot my name. <laughs> forgot like, you this is what you asked last time as well. I Listen, I was, it was a Friday evening. I was tired. <laughs> I was ready to crash. So I got an excuse. Uh, okay. Anyway, let me just carry on with it. Yeah. This is, uh, I'm here yeah, with. Don't uh, cut that out. No, I never cut anything out. Uh, This is all original. Um, I'm here with Ali, Yas, and Samin. Um, And before we get into the topics of the podcast, our website is up. It's uh, noapologiesgiven.com, where you can find all all of our episodes, previous episodes, and uh, new ones will uh, be uploaded uh, when they are ready. And we are bringing other things to the website as well. Uh, it's going to take a bit of time. Um, yeah, and yeah, you can find so all, all our, you can find all our socials on uh, the website as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, walaikum assalam. How's things? Uh, uh, alhamdulillah, things good, man. No, you know, it's crazy stuff as usual. You know what? It's almost really weird. This last week, I've, I felt kind of uh, down. Because um, everything just seemed doomy and gloomy. Maybe it's because I watched Joker, but everything <laughs> seemed honestly. And the, but even before then, right? Because um, so you realize your life is a comedy. It's not. Uh, I wish it was a comedy. Was, com- was a comedy. What's the line I forget? It's oh, oh, my life is not a tragedy. It's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Where's that from? That's from the Joker. That's from the movie. Oh right, okay. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I, I felt you know, it, it's just one thing after another after another, and it's kind of on the Depends back of. Uh, it's always. Uh, yeah, you know, like, you, 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 you. It's in like uh, the best way, sort of, to describe or the best way I describe it. It's, it's in like it comes in um, waves, doesn't it? It comes in like highs and lows, and uh, it's like peaks and valleys. But, um, I feel the same way when all my bills come one after another. Uh, Hydro bill, uh, credit card bill, <laughs> subscription renewals in the same week. Yeah, I feel the same way, bro. I don't know. I thought the news today, man, that that pedophile getting stabbed in jail, that cheered me up. <laughs> that yeah, happened. I heard about Which that. I don't, I don't, it was, it was the effect, it was he was the most prolific as well, wasn't he? He was like the most prolific pedophile. He's basically British guy. Um, living in Malaysia, you know, yeah. abusing kids and whatnot. Um, you had like tons of images, like tons and tons of them. And apparently there's a whole thing about like, they could have stopped him earlier. They kind of knew what he was up to and, you know, all sorts. Um, anyway, Alhamdulillah today, you know, some guy decided to uh, give him some justice. He gave him some proper justice and uh, <laughs> he got stabbed in prison. And I annoyed, well, the only thing I did annoy me was people said, yeah, he's dead. Oh. He's dead. Uh, if people <laughs> say he got murdered, I like the dude didn't get murdered, mate. Well, he did get yeah. murdered, didn't he? He did but, get murdered. Well, mate. technically, some, he did get murdered. Yeah, so, some, like, some, uh, under the law. yeah, some murders are justified. Like, you know, that woman, uh, Amber Geiger, who walked into the apartment. Like, you know, some murders are justified and others, not so the, much. Oh, the one, that, the one that killed that black guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Of... I'm joking. Oh, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not justified. <laughs> I was like, what? It's not justified. 
Okay, here's an important question. Yeah. Did Britain remove his citizenship? No, he did not get stripped of his... In fact, well, they waited for him to come back. So they knew he was a pedophile, but they waited uh, for him to come back to the country and then arrested him. So they let him carry on doing what he was doing. Uh, but then, isn't that how, how you're supposed to do it in law enforcement? You're, you're building your case and waiting for the opportune moment? No, they could have just gone and got him, man. He's in Malaysia. He's not in some... Well, I guess Next so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's I guess Malaysia. sent out an order to embassy. Yeah, they could have just told the Malaysians. The Malaysians would have arrested him, and they would have treated him a lot different, you know, you know in Malaysia. You don't want to be going into Malaysian prisons for being a pedo. None, yeah. Of, none, yeah, none of those countries you want to be going to. You don't want to visit none of those countries' prisons. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, whatever, he's dead. So that was some good news. Some guy uh, did some did some good, even though he's probably in prison for... Something nasty as well. Well, now he's in prison for murder. So, <laughs> well, it depends. Right. They caught him or not? <laughs> <laughs> they caught him or not? You know, that's a good this point, is... actually. That's a good point. Yeah, you can, you can commit a lot. You can commit a lot of crimes in prison and not get caught. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I stay away from crime and criminals. I'm. Uh, yeah. Straight by the narrow. No, I'm sure Face knows. I, I'm pretty sure he was complicit in some crimes when he was a guard. <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was most definitely ask, complicit in crimes. Don't um, ask, don't tell. <laughs> isn't that like the, 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 the gay policy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, Sam, you, no, you don't know. Like, obviously, you're from, you're from uh, Canada. Then uh, Yas is from New York, so he definitely did some crimes there. You know, he's from New York. Yeah, he's from Brooklyn, New York. He's from Brooklyn, New York. Well, well, I, I never got caught, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the most, the worst that happened to me was I was in handcuffs, but that's the worst. Really? For what? Oh, what'd uh, you do? <laughs> uh, I was leaving work, and then uh, <laughs> he was taking pictures of uh, the New World Trade Center. <laughs> <laughs> FBI would have taken me in. That happened to one of my relatives. The FBI oh, took him in questioning. He took pictures near a bridge or something. Oh my god! <laughs> Those. No, yeah, but what happened for? Well, for me, uh, to use the subway, you have to use a normal metro card. I used a student metro card. Oh, come on. My... oh my god! <laughs> come on! What the hell is so that, the cops, man? You've you've gone down a couple <laughs> of notches. I thought you did. I thought it was assault or something. You know, I thought it was armed robbery. You know, you no. Just... The funny thing is, the Double cops charge. they're right there. There were two of them standing there because it's a busy uh, subway station. And then they come over. They're like, "Can I see the metro card you used?" I was like, "Oh shoot!" Um, I was like, um, "Here, I I took out the normal metro card." And they're like, "No, I saw you use the student one." And then they got me in handcuffs. They searched me. They couldn't find it. They searched me. They opened my jacket, searched all my pockets. It was, oh. I had it in my sleeve. Oh, Wait, they nice. put you in handcuffs for using yes. a student yeah. metro card. And then they searched me, and then they never found it. Then they took the handcuffs off and let me go. Yeah, no, what you should have done is you should have, like, you know... Gone, you know, brown lives matter or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least brutality. Yeah, yeah. Pro- that, that, very... that was a very non-climactic uh, criminal story. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I should have just left it at I got handcuffed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right, all right. N- next time I know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny yeah. that in, in the United States, like they take 
the police are so paranoid. They'll handcuff you to do like any kind of routine checks, you know, like you're a threat when you're under investigation. And no, but yeah. I, guess, I guess they have to do that, don't they? Because otherwise, they don't I mean, maybe. Um, I guess it makes crazy, sense when you realize yeah. that everybody has a gun in in mm. America. In Pakistan, they're so stupid. Yeah, like they don't <laughs> they don't bother handcuffing you. So they just kind of watch you. Uh, yeah, carry on talking. The guy will slip out the back, and the guy will do whatever. <laughs> They'll be like, "Oh man, he's gone." I mean, half the time they're probably taking money for it. Yeah, but it's not paranoid here in England. You know, only you have to do something really, really do something for them to, you know, put you in handcuffs or it's, they, they don't want to do it. Yeah, it's a hassle, yeah. dude. Yeah, I've been ch- I've been chased before. Um, By police. Yeah, yeah. Um, thing is, they they came to like where we were because uh, there were lots of kids that were causing nuisance. Um, so, um, the what they were doing is they were um, never mind what they were doing. They were just being they were harassing like some motorists or whatever. Um, in like uh, on the main road, so the police turns up like three, four cars or whatever, and I walk up. Uh, <laughs> so at the time, I'd I'd uh, I was um. I was walking, the, the police car went past me, but as it went past, it slowed down. As it slowed down, um, I took a left into this road, and I knew around the back of that road, there was like a little pathway that only you can like walk through, you can't like get a car through there. So then I was getting chased down there. I ran through that pathway, <laughs> and I ended, I ended, ended up on a different road, and I just ran. I was like, you ain't catching me. Yeah. Difference in America, if you're black, they start shooting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, did you see that that woman, that, uh, that black lady was in a bedroom? Oh, I heard about know, that story, man. Guy, that's, that's terrible. The guy shot her through the window. Yeah. Seriously. And the thing that's messed up about America is they'll put something out there in the news that will kind of like kind of justify it, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so even if they know it's wrong, they'll be like, yeah, we shot her, she was innocent. But there was but a gun there. find a gun. Yeah, yeah right. You <laughs> know what? That's like so bloody What does that more. mean, you found a gun? I mean, Cause they saw, <laughs> wasn't it uh, Texas? No, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it in, was Texas. in Texas. Yeah, so, yeah so, so, so what? You found a gun. So what to do? <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's just the way they, you know, they don't have to say it, but they want to just put it out there. Like, you know, oh, yeah, but there was a gun, <laughs> you know, there was a gun in the house, you know, or they could have even said, yeah, but we did find a knife in the kitchen. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can use that line in UK because you, you, you need knife crimes, bro. Ah, knife crimes in UK. It's not that bad. I don't know, we hear it's like, it's like uh, anarchy over there. I'll be very honest, it is, it's, uh, it is anarchy here. It's wow. crazy. Knife crime here is nuts. Yeah, and uh, it's it's also like how easily they they're, they're pulling out the knife. It's not the fact that people are getting killed. It's just how easily people are pulling out knives. Yeah, it's you for know, no reason. I mean, you, yeah, you look for at, no you, reason. You look at someone funny, and they'll they'll want to put out pull out a knife and you know just you know, kill you. It's like you you have it's this, this the crazy thing about it is like. You could do literally nothing. You don't know the person. You never like said anything bad about them. You it's just a look. Like you've looked at them. You could be having a bad day, you know, an oh, argument over the phone and stuff, and they'll just turn around and stab you for it. I don't know if you mentioned the one in Newcastle last time. I don't know if I told you guys. No. So no. there was a guy walking out of a 
He's an older guy as well. He's like 45, 50. He's a normal guy mm. walking out of a shopping mall. I think he, he might have had his kid with him or something. And he held open the door. Uh, you know, like where, where you put your hand high up to open the door yeah. to let the other guy pass. Oh, underneath yeah. your mm-hmm. arm. Yeah. Underneath your arm. The guy he let pass, the 17-year-old kid, took offense at that, <laughs> pulled out a screwdriver, stabbed him in the heart, and killed him. Yikes. That's insane. It was with this young. I guess it's not into it. It's these young people with their inflated egos. I don't understand that. Yeah. What is that about? It is. It is. They think that they, you know, they think it's special or something bad or, you know, like, haha, I've got a knife. Now the guy's 17 years old. He's going to be in jail. It's crazy. It's, but where did that come from? That, you that know what it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a lack of respect for sort of the elders. Um, I, I, I think. I explain uh, what, what I mean by that is that before, like when I was growing up and stuff, is that if if the the the, the community was slightly more close knit, but if someone if elder told you to do something, you'd do it. Like if they told you, like you, you were generally up to no good. So when someone tells you to do something, they're usually telling you for the better, saying, "Oh, you know, go home or you know, stop doing this, stop doing that." You generally listen, and you wouldn't uh, sort of take it any further because there was a threat of them telling your parents or your older yeah. brothers that I had that I had my older brother looming over me. So all the stuff that I did, um, I was there was always a risk of getting caught and catching a beating. The, that th- beating th- that that's that, the primary word. Yeah. Don't allow them to beat the kids. This is what happens. They all start mm. acting like weirdos because they're not afraid of their parents. They're not afraid of you know anyone giving them a few slaps. This is the, f- the, the no, I don't think it's that. I think there is no being. There's nothing there yeah, anymore. There's no, no threat of it. There's no threat of it. There's no threat of any consequences. Uh, wait, wait. Reaction. Here's the question, though. Forget the beatings. What can you do to discipline your kids legally that you're not going to get in trouble for? You take tick, their books away tickle them make yeah them, that's a gift yeah no make <laughs> them stand against the wall you know i don't know yeah you know, right meaning mean, right? this is this is what we come to like the, right? the naughty step i remember you're I taking lot. tools away from parents and society as a whole to discipline their kids right yeah so i guess there is no there's no way they're gonna there's the consequence as you said yeah right. and you know and they're actively teaching the opposite you know about forget they don't teach you to respect your parents they teach you to not respect your parents you right, know, they'll, exactly. they'll get involved in you know uh oh why have you got that bruise were your parents doing something you can tell us you know don't worry we want you know we'll sort it out so they're actively making you giving the kid the power against his own parents yeah right. and then they many kids realize they have that power and they use it i know someone that some girl that's like uh probably 14, 15, she uses that against her mother because her father is not there and she uses it against her mother to, you know, as a, you know, a power against her own mother. Like, oh, she, uh, her mother doesn't let her do something. She'll tell the school, oh yeah, my mom yells at me. She hits me. And then her mother gets in trouble with the ACS. They come over, question her. That's it, isn't it? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Um, It's mental. And the other thing is like what you said, the dad not being around. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing that we've seen. You know, with a lot of these, lot of these families, mm-hmm. is the par- the dad was never around. You know, dad either all the time at work or, you know, left the mom, 
I thought yeah. it's you know, single mom families. Mm. So they have a you know a really bad uh, lack of you know sorry a lack of male role models in their lives. You know that's that's the thing about dads too, right? Like even if he's not gonna hit you, the threat is always there. This yeah. dude that can kick your ass, right? No, <laughs> it's, it's not that. I think it, it was it's healthy for the dad to lay down a beating just once, right? Just once, just sets, sets, right. the, sets, sets the benchmark, right? Because look, I remember okay. I got I got beaten up by my dad, and I remember uh, I was like, "All right, this is it. I can't. Whatever I do, I cannot get caught again." Right? Yeah, <laughs> that was it. I, and you, you yep. know what the funny thing about? It? I got beaten up because I wanted to watch a movie. My my brothers they were downstairs and they're watching a movie, and it was like um, I don't know, Aliens or something, and it was because it was eighteen. I could have quite easily just sat there and watched it with him, but but my brother was like he was being that older brother. Oh no, get out of here! You you're not allowed. And there, it caused a bit of a, a hoo ha because my mom was like let him sit, and I was like they were like no. And my dad he got woken up because of it, so he came down and he didn't look around at anyone else. He just looked at me. I was the one causing the problem. I caught a beating for it. And then yeah. he, went, he went back to sleep. And after that, I thought, damn, all right, I caught a beating, and now now I know, like you know. Um, sort of what it feels like, so I'm not going to get caught again. And if I do get caught again, you just have to kind of accept the consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but then but there's a difference. There's a fine line between to say that and a parent than just abusing the child. You know what I mean? My my dad yeah. was he didn't abuse me. He he beat me up because I deserved yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. It's it's that the, the, this is where do you sort of draw the line with that? Like. Yeah, nobody if, wants to see their kid get abused, or see not their kid, but and nobody wants to see a kid get physically abused. You know what I mean? That's terrible. That's horrible. But then uh, a, a parent disciplining the child, uh, some people still call that abuse. But then some people I, call it I discipline. Guess, I guess the line is kind of gets kind of blurry sometimes. I guess that's what they're like. Preventing right. is better than you know. Prevention. Yeah, but is the thing than, is. But uh, what you what you need to look at is on. the overall consequences. I know what you're saying that the lines is difficult. So mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is leave it and then a kid dies. Yeah, right, or, right. you know. But but that this is the problem now. There's no there's no clear distinctions anymore. Yeah, what they you know what they want to do is everything's bad, and what right. they don't realize is that has consequences. Mm-hmm. Do, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. So like they don't realize. Okay, you know. We agree that women shouldn't be treated like crap. Yeah, their their solution to this emasculate all the men, right? Then what you do, what you have you have the situation where there's no uh, you know the, the role models for the for the kids for the for the young boys they don't have no role models in life, right? Because women just leave the men, men just leave. There's no there's not there's not that kind of duty responsibilities. Kids beating, you know, parents can't discipline their kids, right? Because they think okay, someone's gonna die. So what ends up happening? You have all these kids that have got no discipline or no parents, right? Yeah. And they can just, mm-hmm. and then they're the ones that cause the crime. They're the ones that do this, you know, uh, go around stabbing people. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's not the only case. I mean, for example, you had the case in in uh, in Manchester where the affluent kid, you know, stabbed from a very prestigious school. Uh, his parents were like really high lawyers or judges or something mm-hmm. stabbed. You know the, the the Muslim kid. Uh, it was over some drugs or something. Yeah, and they were from a very affluent family as well. Being f- from an affluent family doesn't mean much because if you're if 
in a rich family, the parents are never there because they're busy uh, with their social lives or their work because they yeah. have to be rich, right? Yeah, exactly. So, they, so there's not that discipline there. It's the same idea, you know, when they have don't have no discipline. So these kids can and the, the guys listen to I don't I don't even know what it is. Something called drill music. It's supposed to be some yeah. London thing, some drill music. I've not, heard, I've not heard of it, but to, to be honest, I've not heard of a lot of stuff, so that doesn't mean. Yeah, much, I, I don't know what it is. I heard of grime music, which I think is like English gangster rap, I guess. This is some something worse. It's supposed to spoke drill music, what? and I think it's got something you know with uh, knives and guns, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, like basically the equivalent of gangster rap. Yeah. Okay. So these guys, you know, they get into that kind of thing, and then, like, I'm obviously not having a go at like people that talk about like black lives and you know uh brown lives or whatever but then them guys go so far one way in terms of like not allowing any kind of extra effort extra measures you know if there's a, a community with certain problems that mm. they don't know what to do there as well do you understand what i mean right so for example you know if you know that you know, uh, stabbings and, you know, knife crime is prevalent amongst black gangs, you know, in, say, in London. There's certain things that you know you need to do to target that. And I'm not talking about just policing, you know, sticking more police people on the streets and punishing everyone. But even if it's stuff to do with, you know, community efforts and uh, your community clubs and all this kind of stuff, it needs to be done and it needs to be targeted towards them communities that might have, you know, more of, more of an issue with this. But when you're so hell-bent on that, no, we're not going to do anything, you know, it's it's not just us, don't be racist. Sometimes you go and have the complete opposite effect as well. Mm-hmm. Th- go on. Yeah, so, you, so you're saying that, that it's, on, it's on the community to sort of embrace it and not push it away? It's on the community to come out with ideas to combat it, right? So, for example, the police say we need to do stop and search, right? So... Mm-hmm. And everyone agrees that that's going to target more black people, right? And yes. Asian people than yes. it is white people. Yeah. We know that that's what's going to happen because historically that's always something that's gone on, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, people don't like that because they don't like you being walking down the street and getting stopped for no reason. Yeah. So obviously. I accept that, right? Yeah. I accept that. Yeah. That, okay, don't do that. So now, what can we do? Okay, one thing you can do is. Like stuff, you know, with the the community centres opening up community centres, which has been proven in in England anyway, in the UK, that uh, they open up community centres to target, you know, like 17, 18 year olds and get them into these centres where they can talk to them and where they can do activities, where they can get away from the street. Mm -hmm. So they need to, you know, embrace on that and work on that more. Now, I'm not saying that obviously you can't paint a broad picture that all communities are against that, but it seems that there's not enough support. There's not enough effort being made you know, towards that. The same way we say support like Muslim, the government or community itself. Both. Both. It's like, look, the same way we know the drug trade up north, you know, is heavily influenced by Muslims, Pakistanis in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the community turns a blind eye to it. Right, they don't say anything. They don't do anything. I don't think that's now, the case, though. Anyway, Karen, make make your point, and then I'll I'll go you back think, to it. You don't think what's the case? I don't think it's necessarily the case that uh, the the Muslims turn a blind eye to it. 
I think they no, come on. They know that kids are doing it. Okay, okay. They know that what do you dealing. what do you mean by turning a blind eye to it? Like uh... so, for example, they know that kids are dealing drugs, right? Yeah, but they don't ostracize them. They accept oh, okay. the money that comes yeah. in, right? Yeah, they yeah, know okay. pe- they know the people that are dealing drugs in their areas, but no way will they go to the police. No way will they snitch whatever for but for whatever better word. They won't even make them feel unwelcome. They'll just close their eyes and let it carry on as normal. But but do you think they they, they should at the risk of uh, being you know uh, like on the end uh, receiving them of like threats and violence themselves and their families? Like if you're if you're like for example if you're I don't know you're a uh, an optometrist right you just go to do your job come home you've got a family your wife two kids. She's a housewife, and you know your two kids are like going to primary school, and you see like know, drug dealers. Would you really risk um, like going and reporting them to the police, knowing that these guys you're just a normal family guy and you're just a normal dude trying to you know, work hard and provide a decent life for your family? You don't need to go to the police. You can actually make a, make a stand in the community, right? Yeah. Make a what? The thing is, okay, okay, all make right. A stand with the community. Yeah. Okay. Okay, if you're maybe some ordinary nobody in the middle of the street, okay, you know, I, I understand maybe you're scared, mm. whatever, yeah. But we're not talking about just specific individuals. We're talking about a community as a whole. Mm. If you're the imam of a major masjid, who's going to touch you? You're telling me the imams of Birmingham Central Masjid, anyone's going to dare go anywhere near him? That's you know, you're, point, talking yeah. about, you're talking about, like, support. These guys... Will murder for their imams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they'll be doing drive-bys and everything. It'll be, it'll be with gang yeah. warfare. <laughs> I know of literally gang warfare between some of these some 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 of these imams. Mm. I've known where they pulled out guns. You know, <laughs> you know wow. seriously. You know, um, especially you know the the Salafi, Hanafi, Brelvi, That you know that beef. Yeah. People pulled out guns, and you know, that's yeah. how crazy it is. Yeah, so they, that kind of thing, it does happen, but they'll, they'll pull it out over disputes like that. But when it comes to some guy dealing kids drugs in a predominantly Muslim school, I mean, they shouldn't do it in any school, but a predominantly Muslim school where your kids go to that school. Yeah, yeah but it's something, it's, it's, it, there's something worse about like doing it to your own, though, isn't it? I mean, that, that thing is, that's why people say like, like in predominantly Muslim school because obviously you're Muslim. And you feel yeah. it more, but like when people like you're selling your own people out, essentially. Um, yeah, I mean it's wrong, full stop. But yeah, it's you wrong, know, full stop. Like, but then you feel it more when it's your own. Yeah. Like you're doing it in your own community, so you're yeah. doing it in your own in own areas, you know. And mm-hmm. I know of, uh, and this is a sad thing. Yeah, I know of um, certain imams. Uh, I know of at least one whose kid uh, was a drug addict, and I don't mean like he's smoking weed. I mean he was a drug addict full on junkie. where they needed to yeah full on junkie where they needed to basically send him away to get treatment right wow. and that guy is a powerful powerful imam but you never hear it you never hear him come onto the thing saying you know we need to rid this area of drug dealers and all around his area full of drugs mm-hmm. but you never hear him yeah and part of the reason i mean Part of it is because they turn a blind eye. Probably part of it is because, you know, obviously I'm not accusing anyone in particular, but 
probably a lot of that drug money pays for stuff in the in the masjid. <laughs> you've, 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 you've gone down that route before as well. Is there something you know, uh, that you know about? or? Yeah, I've, I know of at least one masjid that was, uh, used to, was heavily funded by drug money. Well, in Manchester? Uh, I can't say where, but um, I know one. <laughs> there you go, Bradford. It's Bradford. There you go, Bradford. <laughs> Why Bradford, man? You, guys you know, it's Bradford. Bradford's like the hub. Um, but you know, and it's it's the thing. You know, when it comes to picking battles and you know dealing mm. with the major issues that you have, yeah. sometimes this you know this wishy washy stuff. It doesn't it doesn't uh, sit well. So, for example, the other thing that we you know we, we talked about that. Um, you know that Mo Salah thing, yeah, with oh, yeah. the pictures. You know, um, like I'll be honest with you, I I got a message from someone, right, from a family member. Yeah. They sent me a, a screenshot on my phone uh, of Mo Salah with that girl around, girl like all over him, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just replied back, photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said in our group, also. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. The other, yeah, like, yeah photoshopped. Photoshopped, yeah. yeah. And then, then, then you guys sent me the video, and I was like, ah, crap, bro. Uh, that can be a deep fake. Like, you don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> the, it's, it's, uh, it's like when your heart sinks, and it's like, no, another another one's fallen. Do you know what the funny yeah. thing is? Is, is the first thing I noticed, right? Like, I watched the video, and I saw the photos, and I thought, he's still got his wadaw. <laughs> 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 Because obviously, if you're if you're Shafi, you you'll understand what it's like. Because one of the most yeah. annoying things is like your wudu getting broken by someone touching hands, your hand like or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought, oh, he's, he's too, but obviously he's got. I mean, he's um, she's got his arms all around him and all sorts of stuff, and it's it's a it's a bit of a, a bit of a rough one. Uh, what do you yeah. make of it? Like, he, this is what I mean. So now, so now you get people saying, oh, like on one hand, oh, don't judge him. Yeah. yeah, you know, or who are you to judge? You know, he's just blah 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 blah. I'm like, look, 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 look. I didn't believe it. To be honest, even when I got sent the video, I tried ignoring it. Yeah, yeah. It's when mm. you guys sent me his Twitter that it's on his Twitter that he's pushing it himself. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah promoting not, it. Yeah, he's promoting it. It's not I like a, it's. I have, a, I have a view on that, but go on. Yeah. So it's if you're out there pushing it yourself. Mm. You've got no shame about it. You know, do whatever you want, man. Just do it in the privacy of your, you know, of privacy. Do it in your own confines where no one can see it. Don't promote it. Because, and this this is something that we have to be very clear on. You don't make money that way. Wait, do, like, wait a second. So what you're saying is, if you're going to ban girls, don't do no, it with, no, no. Don't do it with no, Sunni no. money. Is that what you're no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, that was, Is that uh, what you're saying? That was a classic line. Yeah. That was a classic. Like, no, no, I stuck for that. Look, I'm not accusing him of doing like zina or anything. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah I, after, I after make clear, no, none of us are accusing him. Yeah, of, uh, such, I'm not uh, accusing him of zina or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying if you're gonna, you know, if you're into that kind of lifestyle, yeah. you know, where you're around these kind of people. Yeah. Do it in private, you know, yeah. just whatever. It's between you and Allah, you know. I've got, don't promote it. You yeah. know, don't go out and put it. Because he's in, he was he was genuinely, and maybe he still is, a very, very nice guy. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, he helped promote Islam yeah. a lot just through his, you know, through a lot through his humility, you know, yeah. his playing and simple things. But now I don't know if the fame's got to him or what's happened to him. This it's is just... this is one of the this is one of the most disappointing things about this whole thing. The reason he had such support from the Muslim community generally was because of uh, your the ideals that you had. Right, you get this uh, like really. Uh, prominent footballer. Now, uh, I don't expect you guys in North America to understand, but he's a really, he's at world class. He's very, very good footballer. He's up there with the, outside of Messi or Ronaldo, he's up there with the elite of the world in terms of his skill. Um, he's very prominent and he's Muslim. And he's like, he was like, you know, um, outwardly Muslim. You, you, you can find photos of him like coming into, uh, going like, um, coming into sort of a stadium with the Quran in his hand and stuff like that, right? So, and even like pictures of him reading the Quran whilst they're traveling and stuff. So he's like, um, he has that thing about him where he is uh, proactively a Muslim. He makes, uh, like he's done sajda after he scored goals and stuff like that. Him and Sadio Mane, right? Mm-hmm. They play for the same team. Then it gets to a point where you reach this level of fame. This is what I don't understand, is that you reach this level of fame then you go out and do something like that. Why? You are the one holding all the cards. You can turn around and say, nah, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Nothing. There will be nothing. Who, what's going to happen to you? Are Liverpool going to drop you? Are Egypt going to drop you? Are they gonna, is, is, is Klopp going to turn around and say, you're not playing the next game because you turned down GQ? No. Like sports, especially when it comes to sports, they don't care what you do. They literally do not care as long as you perform on the pitch. Luis Suarez literally bite, bit a guy's arm off. Well, he almost did. And he was still like, he got banned and he came back and played again. And he was playing for Barcelona alongside Messi. Reason being is that they don't care. They will support you as long as you bring um, your skills out on the pitch and you perform. This guy could have turned them down. It wouldn't have been an issue. But the thing is, uh, that's the thing I don't understand. You're the one holding all the cards. Why give that up? Now, you've opened yourself up to ridicule to the very people that supported you. And the thing is, the Muslim thing, one thing about the Muslim community generally is they'll go out of their way and the majority will go out of their way to support you. They'll go out of their way to make excuses for you because there are not many people like you out there. You know what I mean? But then you go out and do this and you don't really leave them a choice other than to pull back and say, look, this is unacceptable. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, you know, people loved him. They mm. really, really loved him, you know, mm. and it's not because he was Arab or whatever. No. Honestly, people, that's, that's something that's been annoying me for a while now. You know, I want to say people are saying, oh, why don't you love uh, Ante and why don't you have the respect for, you know, uh, Sadio Mane, you know, and all these others that are Muslim and that, you know, it's just because they're not, they're black. Yeah. It's got such nonsense. Yeah. It's, this is what I'm saying to people like, they... It's like stupidity is contagious, you know, that, that kind of <laughs> thing. It's gone on to Muslims now. Yeah. I've got nothing, there's nothing, I've got nothing against Sadio Mane at all. You know, Alhamdulillah, the stuff that I've heard about him has, I know, love, it's, I love it's that really dude, nice. Man. I love, I love yeah, I love that dude, yeah. yeah. But with Salah, he was the first, like, kind of footballer that oh. was openly, like you said, he openly showed his Islam, yeah. you know. Yeah. He op- he did the sajda straight away after he scored. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he popularized it, and he was 
banging in the goals left, right and centre. You know, he, the walking, carrying that Quran. It's almost like he, he made an effort to show, you know, his religion. A bit right. like Khabib. Right, you know, right, like right, Khabib yeah. was doing, yeah, yeah, and it's it's got to do with his skin color because even like Muhammad Ali, you know, who was Muslim, yeah. you know, people loved him and he was mm. black, yeah, so it's got nothing to do with no, skin no, color. I, I would say, I would say, but hold on, I would say, even before him, though, people there, there was like a, a general, like, remember when Yahya Tore, um, yeah, 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 Tore, right? yeah, the, yeah, 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 even yeah. the thing is, it was both the brothers, uh, they've got a third brother as well, but it was both those brothers who, um, they were they were known for their like religiosity. They would carry around like uh, a musalla in there with them, so they can pray wherever they wherever they are and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, I think he took it to another level because he was uh, not he was in the like final selection for the Ballon d'Or, which is like the highest yeah, yeah. Uh, um, award in football for a single player. So uh, like Messi's won it five times, so he was in contention for that. So that's why I think he. Gave Gets a lot more um, sort of recognition than some of the others, but um, yeah. Plus, yeah, you know, he's got that name. You know, he's called Muhammad. You yeah, know, Muhammad. Is that yeah. is that the name you can't hide from? Yeah. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you can't hide yeah. anything else. Yeah, they can call you what you want, but that's that's what they. When you have a name like that, it stands out. You know, you know what the, stands... you, do you know what the funny thing about all that is? Is that even the racist fans will support him? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, well, I don't care like what color he is, where he's from, what religion he is. They even came out with a song for him, like the Scousers, right? They came out with a song that you know we'll become Muslim too if you score another goal, something like that, right? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but, the, but the point is, is that he's got he's got people who like generally wouldn't. Even I'm guessing, but wouldn't generally see Muslims favorably look up to yeah. him, right? And and he, he, in spite of like whoever he was, whatever, because he's bringing the goods to the table, um, and it, it allows people to change their perspective. Like, oh, yeah, I know this guy's a nice guy; he's a good guy. But then, without compromising your own principles, but now he has. It's like, you know what I mean? One of these is, you know, the difficulty. Actually, I was talking to someone about this. Is the difficulty with fame, you know? Fame is is very very dangerous. How difficult you know, is it though? It's bro, it's difficult, man. Like you see it with, forget he's a footballer. Okay, I we love him, you know, because of his open showing of Islam and whatever. Yeah. But he's just a footballer at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, it might not be the brightest spark, might not even be the most religious in terms of knowledge. Yeah, you see scholars, man. These scholars when they get famous, what happens to them? You know how much they compromise their dean, how much they, how much they start slipping because of their. Uh, their, their, you know, who they're around. Their, yeah, what's, what's the word? It slipped my mind. But anyway, their, their company. They just all of a sudden start diluting their ideas, start diluting their views, you know, who they're hanging around with. All of a sudden, things that were impermissible start becoming permissible because their friends deem it to be okay. And they're scholars. So what do you expect from a guy like him? Right, yeah. It's um, see that's that's that would have made it even even um, that would have made it an even bigger statement if he had turned around and um not done that thing. You know what I mean? And openly turned around and said, "I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, uh like partake in this particular photo shoot." At the end of the day, that individual that he saw, whoever that woman was, right? I don't know. I actually don't know who she is, but whoever she was, um, he's probably never gonna see her in his life again. Or he may. I don't know. Depending on like who she is, uh, like if she's um, like in the footballing world, then he may do. But 
the, I mean, the likelihood if she's in another industry, like if she's in the film industry, the likelihood of him seeing her again—it's not. You have to obviously on the, on the cover of it, they pretend like they're best friends and they're having a good time, or whatever. You're never going to see that person again. Does it really matter if you just turn around and say, "No, I'm not doing this"? Why? Why give in to that when you don't have to? I, just, I don't uh, know what kind of temptation exists for people with that kind of fame. Like, I can't uh, understand that. So, you know. Oh, no. no, no. Yeah, there's definitely a. um... We're never going to know what it takes to say no in that position. (laughs) Right? It's true. No, it's true. Uh, That's the problem. The problem is is that his life is public. You know, like stuff might happen in private with us or with any people, and it's all private. It's very, you know, it's in your small sphere. It doesn't get blown up on TV and stuff. So, I have got. I've got that kind of nuance there. You know, I understand mm. that. But if you choose to get into that world, you have to accept the consequences. Yeah. yeah. And one of the one of those consequences is that when you do sin like that, it's going to be promoted everywhere. It's going to get pulled mm. everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So either don't get involved or don't do it. You can't have it both ways. Mm-hmm. That's why. I li- that's why. I honestly, <laughs> you know, I like my boy Khabib. You know, yeah. see, see what he said. Yeah, you know, people, people would say. <laughs> people say what, did he, what did he, he say? He said not, no way. He said or he just put no way. No. You know, people were saying, "Would you see Khabib doing this and stuff like that?" Yeah. And he replied uh, to uh, Mo Salah's Instagram saying, "No way." And then uh, the latest, apparently, he's deleted him from all his Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Really? Twitter. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he, he unfollowed Mo. Yeah, he unfollowed Mohamed oh, Salah, yeah. Right, he wants yeah. that beef, yeah. And for you know, he might be fighting him for the title next. is Overall, it's, it's it's very disappointing. But look, I'm not going to pretend like I know what it's like to like be tempted at that level, in the words of Bill Burr. But, you know, um, it's... It's extremely difficult. We know. We know it yeah. is. Like, it, it, yeah, though, there's but... lots of lessons. There's lots of lessons here. You know, mm-hmm. lesson of like one of them. I was thinking. You know, a, a few people had said to me you know, in the past about uh, you know uh, my son. You know, they said, "Why don't you train him to do?" It's something that he's some stuff that he's really, really good at. Mm-hmm. And they said, "You know, mm-hmm. you've you've got the time to get him involved in that sport and really could do really, really well." Yeah. And I said, but why would I want to put him into that fit now of, you know, this kind of fame and this kind of, even, even if he does really well in it, do I want him to be in that environment? Uh, you know, right. do I want him to put him through that? What sport? Where, I don't want to say the sports okay. and stuff, but he was, he was really good at it. And I said, no, I said, it's, that's not the life that I want for him. Okay. You know, just to get that company, you know, that, that kind of, uh, you know, the, uh, the kind of people that you're hanging around with and the kind of people that you, you have to, like this, you know, this kind of fame. Yeah. It's yeah. not worth it because at the end of the day, yeah. either you can take it yeah. and you do really well or yeah. you have to sacrifice your dean. You know, you end up compromising your dean. It is. It's very, it's, it's very, like, very, um, it's hard. It's, 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 it is very hard. Um, my uh, brother, he manages a football team. He talks about it all the time. Like the, it's, it's funny thing, it's the, it's the culture of it. 
he said they like they get pulled up on uh, like disciplinary like charges all the time by um, the governing body, saying that you know you guys always getting into fights and stuff. And his point is look, there's racism. There's a uh, in the game, right? We're we're constantly being attacked, uh, racially abused and stuff. But then you expect us to just sit there and take it and stuff. He said, but if you say you join like uh, this is like a full Asian team that he manages. If you join like a, a, a white man's team, right, you are expected to adopt their sort of culture, their principles, their rules. I mean, we, we know like what that's like. And even like he says, even like uh, after they've played a game and stuff, the, 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 the opposing team will come and say, oh, you know, why don't you come down? You know, we'll have a uh, we'll have a pint at the pub or something. They're like, no, uh, that's obviously not us. We're not going to do that. But that if you were part of the team and uh, that's what's expected of you then it's i understand i mean it's it's, it's at a much smaller level than say mosala turning down gq but it can wear it can wear on you isn't it it's like it's like also those social parties that you're expected to attend whilst at work right i know what you're saying is the pressure is like even in such a little uh scale the pressure is high so imagine the pressure mosala mo has Right, exactly. The pressures are even like uh, like you know, work is probably uh, where some pe- a lot of people can relate to it. Also, let's make it clear that we're not making excuses for him. We're just trying to understand the situation. Yeah, I think no, some no, people are going to might ex- no, uh, well, accuse us. Yeah, no. What right? he what he did was 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 wrong, no doubt. Um, like like Ali said, if he just kept his stuff in private, no one knew about it. No one would know. Therefore, we wouldn't care. We would still maintain. Right. Right. that image of him and stuff but i think yeah most, i mean it's it's more know. than wrong i mean I, i'm being honest with you i, I find it disgusting you know mm. especially the fact that he's got wife he's kids, and kids you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly you know, yeah. there's a certain moral standard that you have to hold yourself to yeah? yeah and it's for me it's no different like to what these you know these uh these feminist whatever hijabis online you know the ones that flirt and do all their crap yeah or you know or like the ones that say don't I don't know what they are. What they, what do they call them? Them beauty guys, the you know, Muslim women that Influ- are doing that influencers. So what? Yeah, yeah. You know the ones that put the oh. makeup and crap on and tell you like uh, makeup artists, like makeup artists, and all that kind of crap. Yeah, no. I don't see no difference. I, I treat him the same way as I treat you know them now. Right. Anyway, yeah. So what he's done is basically the same thing that he's promoting like this kind of evil and stuff. And it's the fact that he's promoted it, put it on his own Twitter, you know, put it on his own thing. That's annoying me more than anything else yeah hmm. so i'm not making I'm, I'm trying to understand why he did it yeah but i'm hmm. not making no excuses for him yeah hmm. you know he's what he's done is is wrong it's completely bang out of order and it's disgusting huh. uh, and, but what we're trying to get at is like you said is that don't why is this happening hmm. and you know don't put yourself in that position you know with where, where you where you're in this kind of fame where you're beholden to all these different types of people that are you know, got that kind of level of guilt on you. Yeah, right. And not only that, the other thing as well is like, if you're, you know, you know, for Muslims, don't put that as a centerpiece of your, of your religion. You know, other other Muslims. Yeah, yeah. You love them. I'm not saying oh. like, like I love some of these Muslim athletes. Really, yeah. really love them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're not. <clears throat> they're not like the centerpiece of my religion. Yeah, right. You know, they're not like I don't think. Oh my God, look at him. He's Muslim. Oh, so yeah, I like him. You know, 
So that's that's pretty much it. You know, I like him, I love him as a brother, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. But I'm not my my dean's not gonna go up and down depending on how he acts. Don't get over carried away. Yeah, no, I think I think if if it does, then you've got to look deeper at yourself and stuff. You know, what are you what are you hanging your um sort of beliefs on? You know what I mean? If they they they're not gonna not gonna be very firm if they're like anchored in the uh, success or failure of someone else. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people are like, oh, they they go mental on him. They really, it's, 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 I don't know. Obviously, it's what important. Has been the reaction, what has been the reaction on your everyday Facebook and Twitter community? Yeah, that's what, about this? majority of people are like, sorry, everyone's kind of condemning him, apart from a very few minority. Yeah. The feminists are just doing their usual crap about how there's double standards and if it was a girl, you'd be calling her a hoe and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's the only thing they see. Which is true. Yeah. Like, you can't disagree with that. This <laughs> <laughs> is true. We, 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 we would be, but I don't think there is a... The, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've not seen Listen, one person really defend him. Marriage. Like, we don't I've know, not seen one right? person defend him. Like, maybe he did the temporary marriage. You don't know. Uh, let me see that out. <laughs> you know, there's always someone. Let me see it right now. What are you talking about? It's yeah. anything, isn't it? Oh, Monsieur. Ah, uh, don't bring yeah. up Monsieur, man. Yeah, Monsieur, I mean, yeah, that's not that's not Mota, is it? No. Uh, it's different, right? It's yeah. on the door of Mota, but anyway. Nah, nah I'm it's not. Come back. on. <laughs> we're, we're joking anyway. It's like, oh, anyway. Okay. I thought we were going to yeah. get into some fake discussion. We can talk about, about Miss Yara another day, man. Okay. Or like, you know, they call it in other places, Miss My Yara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I hate it more now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so... Um, the point is, everyone is just using. The thing is, everyone uses an axe to grind, isn't it? You know, they've all got their own mm. little chunk that they want. Mm. So, I mean, that's probably why we're talking about it as well, yeah. you know, because it's people it's, are it, talking it, about. It. I think, I think people, yeah, you know what? People, I think, have these um, sort of uh, triggers, like, th- like scattered throughout their sort of uh, life, right? Um, be it certain words, be it certain personalities, be it people, and I think uh, for some people, it's the successful Muslim man who people look up to. That's the trigger. So the minute he does something wrong, it's like, oh, look at this! Or told, didn't we tell you he was a douchebag? Look at this! Look what look, yeah. we caught him doing, right? And then, then it's like, not only have we caught him doing it, look at your response in regards. I've not seen one person defend him. I swear to you, I've been I've been like scouring Twitter and stuff like that because. Well, that's what I usually do anyway, because uh, to get all my sort of news and stuff. I've not seen one person like turn around and say, "You know what? You know, I defend him because of this." Like, everyone's pretty much disgusted universally oh, by his that, actions. So I don't know who what can you with if it's if he portrayed a personality of a pious Muslim? Uh, how do you defend that? To be honest, like what what he did. Yeah, you, you don't. You can't really defend it, can you? Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you, have to, you have to be completely secular, isn't it? So some people are like, you know, uh, oh, he's just having fun. Let him do what he wants, you know. And I was like, but uh, they're, just, they're like the proper losers, aren't they? They're like the proper full-on, you know. Yeah, yeah it's the, one of the funny thing is, is that it's, I honestly, I've... Uh, 
I'm as time goes on, I'm beginning to like lose hope in the the, the next generation. And you got you got absolute retards out there who are supposed to be carrying like the dean on. You're supposed to be part of the, passing the mantle onto them, right? Um, in just in terms of principles, right? Now, my like the older generation stuff, I didn't necessarily learn thick from them. Or from them. I learnt I learnt Quran, went to the Madrasa, I learnt Quran and stuff, and then when I got older myself I learnt fiqh myself. But this they handed us certain principles, like you don't drink alcohol, you don't hang you don't make these jokes, you don't do you know what I mean? There's certain principles that we learnt um and we um abided by. But the like younger generation, they have none of that. They 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 literally I, I swear to you, I've seen like the amount of times I've seen I've seen a comment and I was like in my mind, I just said that's a statement of kufr right there, right? Just a blatant statement of kufr. And then it's like, oh no, but I'm joking. Eh? I'm, I'm not. I'm not really like. I'm not really. Saying I'm thinking, what? The, what the hell? Really? This is what we've come to. These, these are the people that are supposed to be like carrying on the dean and stuff. And I'm, I'm at this point, I'm like, you know what? We're done. Like we've we've gone too far uh, over the edge. We're like, you know, that bus is that you know that bus that. Like slowly, like it's moving sideways towards a cliff, right? <laughs> right now we're on that cliff edge and it's hanging off. Uh, that's that's where we are at the moment, and before you know, it's gonna fall. Yeah, I mean, mm. people. I don't know. Sometimes I think people live in denial about what you know. They, they live in but just everything in general, mm. like especially Muslims. I, I I did tell you guys there. So, like, I was you know someone was listening to the podcast. Um, Mm-hmm. And they said to me that, why do you keep bringing up all this negative Muslim history? <laughs> yeah, you know, you you're making it look bad. You're making like Muslims look bad. You know, and it's all like I said. The, See, everyone's that person was listening to me and is now a fan of me. Go on. Hey, wait, wait. You were the one talking about Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab killing all these people. Oh, so, yeah. yeah <laughs> Damn! So, I don't know what I don't know That's what like favorite, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You just were unhappy that we were talking about someone that was on your side of the fence. Uh, Who's and what, he's killing? Listen, he's on, no, 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 listen, he's on yeah. our side of the fence. All right, <laughs> <laughs> don't anyway. disassociate yourself now. But uh, I'm yeah, true. Not Go lie. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, my point is, sometimes you need to see. And uh, sorry, let me go back one step. So, you know, whenever someone becomes Muslim, mm. you know, there's a piece of advice that we always try to give them, mm. which is, look, don't judge Islam based on Muslims. Muslims, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. That's literally yeah. like the, the second line you say to them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You're like, <laughs> you're like believe in Allah and his messenger, yeah. but don't judge us by... <laughs> yeah. That's it, you know. So, it's this is... Uh, the, the point is, like... If you don't know all the negative things, you know, about people in general, because this is the major flaw in everything, not in Islam. There's no flaw in Islam itself, but in practical manifestation of Islam, the major flaw that is is present is humans, you know, is Muslims. Of course. Because mm. humans can be good, bad, they can follow, they might not follow. So in make, history, they can you make know, mistakes, you know. They can make mistakes, exactly. So in history, you know, what we looked at is murder and killing and war. And, and we say, look, that's not a, 
that's not Islam. That's just a manifestation of you know polit- of, of people mm. and the, the desire for power. With Muhammad Salah, it's not Islam. It's just what fame does to people. You know, it's just what Shaitan whispers in your ears, and he whispers in everyone's ears. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? But people are in denial about this. It's either they're in that, what's the word? They're looking for a utopia. They're looking for that perfect person, you know, that perfect world where everything's, you know, amazing. And if it's not... Sunshine and rainbows, yeah. If it's not, there's something wrong with it. Mm. That's what they honestly believe. They believe, like, if 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 there's anything negative, it means everything's wrong. Mm. I see what you're saying. But anyway, it was sad. It was sad. I'm not gonna lie. I was disappointed. But also, what with the masala? Yeah, yeah. I've always got Habib, don't we? Yeah, always got Habib. <laughs> uh, what was the response of the guy? Uh, the review of a of our adoring fan. Oh, uh, nothing, man. Because most people don't know about history. That's the reality. Oh no, I know. Most people. <laughs> Wait till he hears about the Ottoman stuff we did. Yeah, oh yeah, the Ottoman stuff, exactly. <laughs> listen, listen, you know, no, don't be don't be dragging the Sufis again, all right. <laughs> Sufis Listen, man, tit for tat, bro. <laughs> I know. You guys like talking about Salafis and their murder, man. These Ottomans, man, oh my god. The more you read I was I actually went into some more research into it, you know, and mm-hmm. how yeah. it worked and yeah. the killings and oh my it just gets worse and worse when you when you look into it. Speaking of killings and stuff, what is going on with the Kurds and the Turks? Speaking yeah, of Ottomans is, as well. Right. This is Ottoman. See, this is it goes back all of this goes back to the the, the Uthmanis, the Ottomans, right? So for people that don't know, you've got uh, a large population of people called the Kurds who don't have their own country. So they split into amongst different nations in Iran. Turkey, Iraq, and Syria. Now, a group of them have managed to take over an area in Syria during the civil war. And recently, in the last few days, Turkey has attacked them uh, because Turkey see them as their mortal enemy and terrorists. And they are actually listed as terrorists anyway. And uh, Turkey wants to destroy uh, them. Were they listed as terrorists while they were fighting ISIS? Yes, they were, because this was mm. one of the reasons why uh, people were saying that, uh, you know, when I think it was under Obama, when he said we're going to support them, they were saying he needs to be careful because he could get into a lot of trouble because they're on a, a, the terror list. So he can be okay. seen as funding terrorism. Do you understand? Because they, right. were, actually, they were listed as terrorists. They're, they're actually... Uh, uh, YPG and PKK as list, uh, are listed as basically the same group to this exactly the same leadership everything and you know they're, they're prescribed so in, in the UK you can get done for terrorism for giving them money and they're, they're listed terrorists in EU also America or is like it's different based on jurisdiction so in the EU and the UK for definite and I'm pretty sure uh, it's a prescribed organi- organization uh in in america as well i'll just double check that but from what i'm sure it's it, it is it is a prescribed organization it's definitely in the uk and uh, in the eu so what's happened there? so trump has pulled his support for the ter- uh, for the kurds right 
the kids well, hold on. so let me yeah. uh, let me get this straight because i honestly don't know like check about this but th- this is what, what i've like surmised up until this point the cur so isis is about the kurds are now attacking isis america support the kurds in terms of uh, personnel and weapons now America has decided to no longer do that because it's costing them, or for whatever reasons, uh, Trump's done a deal with the Turks or something. Like I don't know, whatever the case is, he America's decided to pull out from supporting the Kurds. Now the Turks are going to get involved and attack the Kurds. Like I thought, like I thought, like they're on the same team essentially in terms of getting rid of. ISIS, or they're not. Yes and no. See, see the Turks, see the PKK, the YPG, mm. are just as pro- much problem as ISIS because the the PKK and YPG have killed just as many people in Turkey, or probably more people in Turkey than ISIS have. Are they are they so, like a separatist group? They're a separatist mm, group. Yeah. yeah, they want a Turkish independence. Right. Okay. Uh, Kurdish independence. They want Kurdish independence. So Turkey has gone and attack them now because it wants to create and this is the other reason it wants to create a buffer land an area where it can populate with in the syrian refugees because it's got you know over three million refugees in turkey Mm -hmm. which is struggling to handle you know based on the the internal dynamics and uh economics Mm -hmm. so they want this area in northern syria where they can tell the syrians look we'll secure this area you can live here you know, maybe even make it into a de facto state, and you know, you you can leave Turkey. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of moving parts here. Now, the interesting thing is these particular Kurds are communists, so you know they are really anti-Islam. You know, anti-Arabs. They're very, very. They're on their, their own planet, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and they're separate to other Kurds. You know, uh, like normal Kurds, Kurds in Iraq, who are you know. Um, predominantly Sunni Muslims. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Kurds in Iraq, the Kurdish group in Iraq, they're allies of Turkey. They have like bilateral relationships. They have really good relationships. So this, so this idea that the Kurds are getting uh, betrayed by Trump and Turkey is going to kill all the Kurds is complete nonsense. It is, yeah, because the, the main party in Kurdistan um, is, uh, uh, sorry, Kurdistan is more or less the Iraqi side now. Uh, the the Kurdish side in Iraq are Sunni Muslims, and they they have long-standing relations with Turkey uh, to the extent that when the Kurds were fighting their civil wars amongst themselves, the Turks were supporting the side that are now in power. If I remember my history right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they're the ones that have control, and they used to all their oil used to go through Turkey, you know, in northern uh, northern Iraq. Mm-hmm. Now the history behind this goes even deeper, and this is a stupid thing that we were talking about. Like people don't research and read the history. The Kurds were very, very good. Had very good relations with the Ottomans, with the Uthmanis, mm-hmm. and they were mm-hmm. the most religious. They were very, very religious groups. The Kurds, and basically, even though they didn't have their own kind of like proper country, they had de facto, you know, uh, rule over their own areas. So they were they were they weren't in a bad situation, if you get me. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. oppressed by the by the Uthmanis. They they had a, a really good relations. <clears throat> it was only when the the secular Turks got into power that they started to oppress the Kurds. 
and they started to try forcing, you know, um, secularism onto the Kurds. And the Kurds rebelled against Turkey, uh, the secularist Turks anyway, and started and formed actually their own state. And guess who was influential in destroying that? Who? The British. The British Uh... gassed and bombed them. So the (laughs) British were the first. And when was this? This was uh, just after World War One. So Winston Churchill and uh, yeah, so the 1920s. They actually, I think it was Winston Churchill that was in charge of it. They actually gassed the Kurds. They gassed and bombed them, uh, destroyed their state, yeah, and, f- and forced them to be stateless, and purposefully did not give them their own state because they saw them as being like too religious, you know, too religious minded. Mm. You know, I, I think it's important to point out that. A lot of these uh, ethnic relation tensions that existed between Turks and the other ethnic groups, right? It, it was largely formed after the young Turks took over Turkish government, the secular Turks. Yes, and they thought it was like a part of enlightenment to to screw over screw over the uh, other ethnicities, minorities. Yes, so the young Turks, you know, they were the ones that um, uh, you know really pushed hard against. Uh, all these other minorities so yeah. even when you took that i'm pretty sure again don't quote me but i'm pretty sure the young turks were the ones responsible for you know the, like the armenian massacre yeah, oh yeah yeah no, no no it's true they were the one who pushed for it yeah and they were the secular groups and this is a funny thing they were all secular you know they were they were hardcore anti you know uh anti-religion and they're the same groups that obviously British and everyone else wanted to. You know what's funny? How come all this, how come secularists in Muslim world, how come they're so stupid all the time? Why can't they be smart? <laughs> <laughs> it's across funny. the board. It's across the board. They get support because they're anti-Islam. But things that they're not very smart with their policies. They're just as stupid. <laughs> it's, that's probably why they get the support, isn't it? Because they're the only ones Maybe. stupid enough to listen. Yeah. Makes sense, but it's crazy. So when you when you look at all these, uh, like if you see the these Kurds at that time, you know, very you know religious, good people, and uh, even now, you know, alhamdulillah, you know, people have this mis like I'm. I'll be honest with you, I'm one of those. I was one of those people. So like, uh, you know, the, there's been a, a lot of Kurds have moved in over the last ten years, ten fifteen years to the UK. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first met a Kurd. And he said salam to me. I was a bit like taken back, you know, because mm. the image that's been portrayed of Kurds, uh, they're all communists, you know, they're all like anti-Islam and Secularist, whatnot. Uh... Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. And so, because like you said, from when we hear Kurds, we hear all oh, these PKK, you know, that's what Kurds are. And that Turkey is destroying the Kurds. Turkey is going to kill all the Kurds. It's not. Mm. Turkey is fighting one group of Kurds, one communist secular right. group. Yeah, but majority of the Kurds are just normal, you know, normal Sunni Muslims. You know, people don't realize there's like 15 million Kurds living in Turkey. Like, Turks not fighting them. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, if, um, not only that, who was the one that used to oppress the Kurds 20 years ago? It was a secular government. Like, when I was in Istanbul in mm-hmm. 2000, 2000, I think I was, maybe 2000, I was in Istanbul. And uh, there was uh, an English language newspaper, Turkish English language newspaper. The main headline was the biggest threat to Turkey, the Kurdish language and the hijab. Yeah. So the secularists. Yeah, that's exactly. 
the secularists were the ones that were oppressing and stopping the Kurds in in Turkey from having any vote, from any language privileges, anything like that, even though they're like the fifth of the population. Also, you got to remember that the Ba'athists in Iraq and Syria, them too. Yeah, they killed the Kurds, didn't it? They were like, you know, gas oh, in brutal, the brutal. Yeah. Uh, brutal murders. And so it's not Muslims, like religious people that have a problem with the Kurds. It's actually the, the secularists, the, you know, communists that have the, that have the biggest issue. Like nationalists. Nationalists. Like nationalists. Yeah, yes. Commun- communists, nationalists. I forgot what the term they use for them. You know, Bath. Well, obviously, common one is Bathist. And all of these, a lot of these, again, it's descended from the British involvement in the area. You know, mm. it, the funny thing is, like, even if you go further back, uh, the reason why the, the Kurds have, have, a, have a long history with Islam, like Salahuddin Ayubi was a Kurd. You know, he. He implemented big Kurdish, uh, uh, a, a big Kur- Kurdish kingdom. You know, so first you had, yeah, first you had the Zengi. The Kurdish reminds you that every other sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so, yeah, so it was Kurds. So you had the, you know, the the Zengids who were the empire before Salahuddin. They were Kurds. They had control of most of Syria. Then you had uh, obviously the Ayyubids who were Salahuddin Ayyub family. They had control of, you know, masses of land on the Muslim. But this history goes back a long, long way. But people, you know, they isolate themselves into this, oh, you know, this little bit. Like, up until World War One, Mosul, which is northern Iraq, you know, uh, was classed as part of Turkey. It was only mm. the British, again, cut all this area off and separated it into how they, how they wanted to. Wait, so Mo- all- Mosul was part of Turkey? Mosul was part. Mosul was classed as Turkey. Yeah, it was classed as Turkey. Mm. And I don't mean like the Ottoman classed as the Ottoman Empire, but it was classed you as like mean that independent state of Turkey, the Turkish Republic. Uh, so you know, with what what you'd class as, you know, when you say Turkey to someone, yeah, that's so up until then, Mosul, like this was one of the uh, the things that people had. They said that this guy is going to take. He's going to take it back, you know. He's going to take uh, Mosul and make it join it back with the with the with the Turks in back into Turkey. That was one of the accusations against you know Erdogan. Yeah. That that ultimately was his plan. He was going to invade northern Iraq. And oh wait, when was the accusation? Was, like was it a few years ago or? This was a few recently. years ago. Yeah, a few, few yeah. years ago. You know, back when uh, when they were doing very well economically, and he was oh, pushing, okay. he was pushing into, uh, he was a bit more proactive in his foreign policy. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the Arabs were, you know, anti, anti Erdogan. Yeah. So they were, they were saying what he, what if, one of his ideas was that he was going to uh, take take northern, northern Iraq. Yeah. And and join it back into, you know, uh, uh, Turkey. But anyway, my point being that th- these areas weren't distinguished by these lines mm. that have been put in place now. You know, and these lines were put in place by the British, and they were given to these uh, Sufi Arab families. You know, the ones that you supported. Listen, man, I did not. <laughs> Listen, y- your people betrayed the uh, the the, uh, <laughs> the Ottoman caliph, <laughs> <laughs> right? Who's these people? You know who your people are the Najis, isn't it? 
No, who actually? This is again very <laughs> interesting. You can't say betrayed because the Ottomans never really controlled that area. Oh come on! They 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 have had an active no, no, no. Ottomans yes, they the had an active yeah. hand in dismantling the Ottoman Empire. Okay, what about the what about the Sufis in uh, the Hejaz? No, about them. The ones that like sent train loads of Turkish soldiers dead back to Turkey. Yeah, what about them? Yeah, it was Sufis. <laughs> what about them? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like, no, no, they're all innocent. No, I didn't say that again, uh, This is another interesting fact. Uh, so, what? So, so <laughs> we're talking about like the, the Sharif family. You know, the Sharif family. What, what I'm specifically mentioning is talking about the, the Sharif family of uh, the Hijaz. The, yeah? the, the, the Al Sharif family, they are Sufis, eh? Yeah, of course. Uh, man. Yeah. Everyone was. Hmm. Yeah, right. back then, yeah. Everyone was Sufi. Yeah. Wait, who, <laughs> who's the, who's the Al Sharif family? So, this is their part, again, a part of history that people don't want to talk So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the main competition that uh, obviously the Ibn Saud had mm-hmm. was uh, the Rashid family in, uh, in Najd. Mm hmm. But the guys who controlled everything for the Ottomans was the Sharif family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like supposed to be the descendants of the Prophet Sam in the Hashemites. Yeah. But weren't they? Hey. Uh, like weren't they isn't it like known that they are? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So they were descendants of the Prophet Sam in the Hashemites. So they were yeah. Hashemites. Um and they were the ones that basically declared war against uh, the Uthmanis first, in terms of like a full on uh, broke from them. They joined with the Bre- with the British. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, yeah. So they they joined with the the British, right? And uh, they fought the Ottomans all over Arab. So you know when you talk about the Arab uprising, mm-hmm. you're predominantly mm-hmm. talking about the the revolt by Sharif Hussein and his family. So they okay. re- rebelled against the Uthmanis because they said. The, the leader should be Arab and blah 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 and whatnot. And so the, the Saudis don't enter the picture after a, like after a, a little while later, right? It, yes. It's mainly the uh, Al Sharif family. Yes. So the Al Sharif family were the main ones that fought the Ottomans. Oh, the look, main ones. Sufis. Look at this. Yeah, they're all. Wait, Sufis what are you gonna there. say, face? Yeah. So carrying on from that. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so and one of his justifications was that the ruler should be Arab, you know, from descendant uh, should be uh, from Bani Hashim. Yeah. Okay. That was one of the justifications they used hmm. uh to fight um you know the, the Uthmanis. Anyway, and they took British money. Now, the sad thing about this whole situation, so he declared himself a middle mu'minin of the whole world. He said I'm the Khalif yeah. Wait, who's this? Sharif yeah. uh, uh, Hussein. Okay. Sharif Hussein. Yeah. And he was, but then he was defeated by the, uh, by the, the Najdis, you know, by the, the, the Salafis, the Wahhabis, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Yeah. And he then left uh, from the Hijaz. He got, you know, he left. His sons were given control of, uh, of, uh, Transjordan, which is basically in Syria and all the areas, mm-hmm. and Iraq, they were made kings of that area. Mm, so okay. his, all this history goes back, you know, till then how these areas were broken apart, you know, and divided so, by by the British and the French. So wait, are you saying the current Jordanian family is a royal family is uh, a descendants of, of yeah, Sharif yeah. Hussein? Yeah, yeah, ah. Yes, so they're the last. They're the last Hashemite family. 
uh, Hashemite kingdom left because mm-hmm. the obviously the Iraqis were overthrown, the Syrians, you know, everyone else was overthrown. Mm-hmm. So they're the last uh, uh, ones that are left now. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait. So, so you say these uh, the Sharif family took aid from the Brits. What about? Um, I don't know this. I've heard this often, but I've never really looked into it myself. What about the actual um, Najdis taking? Because obviously, the the, the claim off uh, like off site is that the Najdis took help from the Brits. Is that true? Of course, of so, course. So, 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 wait, so they both did. Yes, and this is the this is this is the cunningness of the British, right? So they supported the uh, the the Sharif family because mm-hmm. the Sharif family basically had links from. Hejaz, Iraq, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the Arab world, basically, yeah. So they supported the 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 Hussein, uh, the, the Sharif family. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're giving money and weapons to the uh, Ibn Saud family as well, right? <laughs> so they're supporting both of them, one to fight the other, and the other one to fight the other. And then when they thought, okay, who do we want to win? They thought, all right, it's easier to give control or have have the Saud family controlling uh, Saudi mm-hmm. yeah uh, and give the Sharif family Iraq Jordan right and Syria mm. and now we've got like an easy kind of breaks because they both hate each other you know there's no way them to plus can... it works out because the Sharifs they wanted they wanted the Khilafah but the Saudis they didn't care for it they exactly. just wanted control of Arabia that's a good point, yeah. And that's one of the reasons, and this is what I was annoyed with Yasser Qadi, when he said, oh, the Ikhwan were extremists and you know, it was a religious thing that they fought. It wasn't, it was political because Sa- Abdul Aziz only wanted Saudi. That's it. Mm. The Ikhwan wanted to spread the da'wah or whatever they want to call it. So they wanted to fight the British, move over, take over Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, everywhere. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. basically wanted to do their khilafah. They wanted to unite the the Muslim world. Wait, but isn't that what he said? Who? Uh, Yasser Qadi, where he said that the, uh, the, that fight took place because of that reason, because the Ikhwanis wanted to spread, but the um, South didn't want to. That's why they fought. Yeah, because but the, the what what he made it out was that. Uh, uh, Abdul Aziz had a problem with their religious views. It wasn't. It was because he didn't want to fight the British. Oh, okay. He knew there's. He knew that who owned Iraq, who controlled Kuwait, uh, who controlled. It was the British that. It was the British mandate. So even though the king was a Hashemite, they give the king. But it was British mandate. It was actually a mandate that the League of Nations, the the, the League of the World, said no. You're going to have full control over Iraq. Appoint it who you want. Do whatever you want. Right. So mm-hmm. to attack Iraq, you're basically attacking Britain. Ah, okay. So he, did, he didn't want to do that. He's not going to fight the guys that are feeding him, is he? Mm-hmm. So, man, this is but, so anyway, sketchy, isn't it? It's sketchy. But the thing that I was laughing at today was there was one, um, there's one, I think she was right wing or left wing. I don't know, probably right wing. Uh, she put on Twitter that, oh, you know, gone are the times when history was you know so empirical you know it was so scientific you know meaning what? like it was yeah <laughs> talk about fake woke um, I know. ass and, person dude. i don't know if it's right or left or whatever yeah 
and everyone slaughtered her like you're just talking from a person that knows nothing about history and knows nothing about science. <laughs> Empirical. <laughs> yeah. So how are you going to test history, you know? It's just stupid. But that's that's the thing, you know. Obviously, I'm giving you the... What we discussed today is just the sketchy variations of the news that has been spread. Mm. Now, obviously, there's so many internal dynamics of what, was going on and what was happening and yeah. those religious those fatwa going on left right and center you know like i said this this, this fatwa from the hashemites that you know we're giving fatwa against the uh the uthmanis you know and then obviously the uthmanis at that time can't claim to be the best of people either <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. they've got their own issues you know so it's uh it's all a wishwash that you really need to but the to, to go into detail but the main thing is going back to what we we're talking about is you need to know that this was what was happening to understand that why everything is like it is mm. and you need to accept that it's dirty it's bloody and it's not perfect it's not utopia <laughs> definitely not perfect is it? <laughs> yeah yeah we romanticize things way too much man yeah, yeah. Everything, like, you know that, everything all the like, history everything yeah but a lot of when we were young, you know, Hezbollah Tahrir, mm. they were like the Khilafah got destroyed in 1924. You know, 1924 is the day, and yeah, that's right, before that, and yeah. you're like, you know, and you're like, yeah, well, it wasn't much of a Khilafah by that point. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like it wasn't the <laughs> the Khilafah only exists in Istanbul for like hundred years. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. Not only that, you know, the a lot of them guys were getting moved left, right, and center because he was religious, he wasn't religious, you know. Right. You know, and uh, secularists got in power, confined a guy to his basically his room, you know. It's, it was all wishy washy. So what are we doing? That's not. Well, by the way, you have to send me that tweet. I want to read it. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Let me find it. I love to find it somewhere. It's somewhere. History is empirical. Is this dumb people who love science so much, but they don't understand anything? They want to make everything a scientific method? It's as if, you know, as if it works outside of that limited field, right? Some people just say stuff to, like, um, make themselves, like, feel smart. Fake, fake intellectuals? Yeah, fake intellectuals. I mean, there's so many fake intellectuals, aren't there? Let's be honest. On Twitter, on YouTube, everywhere. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you had people like making fun of it. I found it. I found the tweet. I'll send it to you. And then you had people like uh, joking. Yeah, you know, I've got um, I've got my I've I've got some mice and I've dressed them up. You know, as uh, you know, like World War Two or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna test out, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just fun. I want to see that video. <laughs> uh, so people are just crack it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but you know. You can't get away with some of the stuff that, you know, people you could have said before. I feel like, you know, if, if someone wants to quote you out, they can quote you out. But there's, on the other hand, there's a thousand dumb people that will believe you. It doesn't matter what you say. People are going to accept, you know, follow you and She's think that f- it's cool. Founding editor of Quilia. What is Quilia? Do you know, do you know what it is? It's a publication, isn't it? Um... It's a is that right wing uh, publication? It's a right wing publication. Ah, okay. I'm sure it's a right wing publication. But anyway, whatever she is, uh, it was just hilarious. 
you know, I was uh, cracking up, you know, that how can people just claim anything you know, without no data, knowledge? Data, guys, data. Like, I don't understand. What data are you going to gather? <laughs> Some people oh, well, so- yeah, breaking news. President Trump announces sanctions on Turkey over actions in Syria. The U.S. president said he will sign an executive order authorizing sanctions against current and former government officials in Turkey for their quote, destabilizing action in northeast Syria, unquote. The statement also called for an increase in steel tariffs to 50% and a halt and halts a $100 billion trade deal. Ooh. Ooh. Trade deal. No, that's nothing. That's nothing. $100 billion, $100 billion is nothing. What are you talking about, man? No, no, no. I'm talking about this gesture. It's going to be resolved soon. You it's reckon? Not, it's not much. Yeah, it's not much. Wasn't he just opening up a, a like a, a hotel in Turkey? I think he did it like six years ago, right? 2012? No, no, no. Recently. Uh, another one? Yeah, I think he's another one. Yeah. Literally, within the last week Maybe. or so. See, who knows why Trump did what he did? Like, listen, trying to trying to find data on Trump's brain on why he makes decisions. And now that's a science experiment. He okay. doesn't He doesn't know why he does what he does. I know, I know. Yeah, so I'm still knows? trying to understand the deal that know why he pulled out and then putting <laughs> sanctions on he pulled out because ypg they're a liability right they were an asset fighting isis but now they're a liability because they have uh, they're communists they have strong ties with iran so whatever you know if you support them that money's probably gonna go to iran anyway their money or weapon yeah but um then why put sanctions on turkey now Probably because just just to oh, uh, show it. kind he, of force wow. of all the outrage to he to did. appease the Republicans, yeah, and Americans. He done it like two hours ago in a. He, he tweeted it out. Uh, he's tweeted out uh, literally. Oh, it's a long statement. It, it's not really gonna. It, it it doesn't do anything in the long term, dude. It's just gestures. Yeah, yeah. To to yeah, make everyone uh, relax. Have you guys seen the um, Trump video? Of him killing all the um, that was the funniest thing it, I've it's seen. Like in scene ages. from the uh, the kings, the kingsman, kings movie, yeah, the kingsman, kingsman movie, yeah, yeah. kingsman movie. When yeah. Harry goes on a rampage in church, but it's not Trump killing all mainstream media and uh, <laughs> all the opposition. <laughs> it's funny, uh, I do, I find Wait, hilarious. What is it? Oh, you, you it haven't called? seen it. No, mm-hmm. I haven't. Uh, let me see. What should I search? Uh, Put on Trump know. video. You know what? I'll, I'll find it for you. I'll find it for you. I'll link it. You know what would be the best? If Trump retweets that. And he's crazy enough to do it. I'm telling he you. He is crazy enough no, to the, do they, it. No, yeah. they, they played it at a rally, didn't they? Yeah, a rally, yeah. In his hotel? <laughs> I think it was in one of his <laughs> hotels or compounds or whatever. He played it. I found it hilarious, man. Yeah, I thought it was, it was really it was, funny. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was extremely creative. Yeah. But... The only problem is, I understand because in America, people do shoot their politicians. You know? <laughs> it could be inciting to violence. Yeah, it's, uh... Uh, it's true, but you know, it's funny though, you know, somewhat. <laughs> oh, it is funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> I found that so funny. It's n- apparently YouTube have not taken it down. Oh, and he shot Black Lives Matter as well. <laughs> He shot black lives out. That's hilarious. Oh, my. These guys are like, uh, I don't know. 
What's what's the latest with Canada and its elections? Oh, I watched the debate. Uh, it was terrible. Who's gonna win? That's Is that seat guy gonna win? I have no idea. No, probably not. Who knows? Dude, it's it's it was it's terrible. It's it was half the debate was talking about uh, sound bites of a climate change, like ridiculous stuff. That's it. They didn't talk about anything else. But climate is that such a big deal in America, in Canada? It's a it huge, be, it's, it's a it, huge deal. Come on. But they think that is good. World's gonna end soon. In Canada, really? Yeah, dude. There's a lot of people like that, like very alarmist. They're they're extremely alarmist. Even the yeah, politicians. It, it, it is gonna end soon, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, but the judgment is near. Yeah, <laughs> climate, climate change. Yeah, we we got we got we we got um we got good peoples in uh, Greta Thunberg. Huh? Dude, I live in Manchester. You know, I need some global warming here. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know, I saw a picture of uh, uh of that girl uh, Greta. Yeah. yeah. Somebody put a, a Hitler stash on her and she looks exactly like him, dude. That's not nice. Come on, man. <laughs> Poor girl, man. She's got... You know, you know what? No, I, uh, the, I get both sides. With her, I get the both sides of sort of the argument. Um, look, I, I feel for her because she's uh, like a... She's what? She's 16, right? She's just a, a young girl um, being pushed into... And she's got like Asperger's, right? Um, so she has that issue of taking everything uh, rigidly and too seriously and focusing on it and nothing else outside of it because of her condition. Um, and then it's a case of what's being told to her. And it's, it's, a, lot of the, a lot of this it's like, is kind of uh, blown out of proportion, you know? It, it, I, I believe, obviously, in, in climate change, I think we definitely need to do something about it and stuff. Um, right. Thing is that I agree with their concerns. Like I get it, but thing is that you, you don't know who's who's actually funding funding her uh, operations. Well, it's not operations, like her movement. Mm-hmm. Also, it's very really alarmist. Like uh, they want things done that really doesn't benefit anybody except the rich, probably. Yeah, and the problem with the, with with her thing as well uh, is that um, when she was asked, uh, like, what w- what can people do? What should people do? And she literally just said, you know, join groups and and vote. Like, <laughs> yeah, no solutions. No yeah, solutions. no, no, no real solutions. The real solutions are, go- are going to come from people in the labs and stuff trying to figure out how we can lower the carbon no, no. footprint and stuff. The real solution is going to come from turning off ch- industry in China, Europe. South Asia and uh, America. Yeah, that's one thing and, I was and, and nobody's going to do that. Nobody's going to do, do that. Because mm. that must be surely the biggest pollution. Yeah. The biggest pollu- pollution in the world is uh, China. Is due to world trade. World trade, all these things. Um, you know those uh, big cargo ships? Yeah. Those big cargo ships, they're the biggest polluters. Uh, uh, air flight, airlines, uh, the military... Uh, they they are number top three over any kind of uh, any other industries. Um, my brother works for one of those companies. Um, Which uh, he he works for uh, the shipping company, the cargo shipping companies. Uh, he works oh, for uh, Musk, uh, which is like I don't know. I think they're the biggest. It's a Danish company. They do you know those big containers that uh, those big massive. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he basically <laughs> some of the biggest polluters in the world. Like, uh, is anybody going to stop shipping goods around the world? Yeah, good yeah. luck with that. Exactly. Uh, do you know? Do you know? Um, Captain Phillips. You remember Captain Phillips? 
Yeah, bro. That was that was a mask ship. Um, oh, you mean Tom Hanks? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, I hope I hope your brother got like a free uh, screening. He said he goes, they use that as part of their training uh, on uh, Captain Phyllis. The, not the, the video, but the situation. They use it as part of their training okay. or something. Um, yeah, he was telling me like he works in uh, like he, he's in IT, so he works in like infrastructure and stuff. And he was telling me that like uh, uh, what went down at the time. They were hit by a, a virus as well, like that hit many. You remember that, uh, Ali? You remember that virus that hit the NHS uh, some yeah, yeah, a few yeah. years ago? Yeah, yeah. That hit that hit them as well, and all uh-huh. of the and the but it hit them like worldwide and stuff. So that's when they really started pulling their things together the, the one place that it didn't hit i think was um a, 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 one place it didn't that that one of the centers that didn't get hit was in ghana and the only reason that it didn't get hit was because they had a power cut and it was the only place that was actually safe so uh, mm-hmm. that didn't get hit by the virus so they had to send people from here mm, wow. down there pick up the things not connect it to nothing bring it back replicate it and then get the systems back online crazy man yeah but i just read something as well you know we were talking what we were talking about before about mm. these uh, and we obviously we said we were going to talk about zionism in detail another time Oh, one yeah. of the no, we gotta do we gotta do more research on that dude yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm saying we're gonna, we're gonna talk homework about... on that one <laughs> yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about it more detail it's okay you can, you can you can you can oh, you can you know just what said, we're gonna talk it? about more detail later yeah right? yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you know one of the packs that was signed by the head of the zionists was signed by a guy with a guy called king faisal right and king faisal the king not Saudi. that king no, no, not that King Faisal. This was Faisal of Iraq, right? Faisal, Faisal of Iraq. Iraq. The son yeah. of Sharif Hussein. Sufis again. Yeah. Face, man. He signed an agreement to accept the Balfour Declaration and the Jewish homeland in Palestine. Man, I'm, saying. I'm disappointed. I am disappointed <laughs> now. But listen, 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 listen. That's what the... <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> no, bruv, they're just bad Sufis, aren't it? Bad Sufis, yeah, yeah. You get them everywhere. It's yeah. true. I'm not denying that. I mean, he, he did uh, kind of recant a little bit about that anyway. But uh, it's crazy, you know. But anyway, you know, what I was saying, it's crazy about some of these guys, like how they, you know, what how they ended up... Um, you know, the, the, sorry, what I was going to the, their future. So, mm. in the Sharif Hussein of Makkah, he, his son was first made the king of Syria. That didn't work out. So, they made the king of Iraq. Then his son was overthrown by the Ba'athists. Can you yeah. imagine? You, you've been given two kingships. <laughs> <laughs> you still fail. <laughs> Can you imagine? Talk about privilege, you know? Yeah, no, talk about privilege. Arab privilege. But yeah, his. Uh, then his son was killed in the you know the the revolution, the Baathist revolution. Mm-hmm. And they were all massacred. You know his family were massacred. It's it's amazing how, you know, the history is it's worse than books. It's worse than stories. You know mm-hmm. what what goes on this little intrigue. Yeah. Because even King Faisal, they said it was his own son that killed him, poisoned him, or he was not well, maybe not his own son. Wait, which no, King Faisal? Uh, Faisal of Iraq. Oh. Iraq, okay. 
yeah, they were saying, sorry, maybe not his son, but someone poisoned him within his own family. And then his son became, you know, king. Then his son was later overthrown by the Bathis. Then the Bathis, Saddam took power of the Bathis. Then he was overthrown by the Americans. You know, it's just, that part of the world is just, uh, it's on another level. Yeah, arsenic poisoning. That's what I'm reading. Yeah, arsenic poisoning. Yeah, not gonna lie, man. I think one of the biggest points for democracy is that power transition actually happens peacefully. There isn't a massacre every time there's a part <laughs> power struggle. You know, that is true. <laughs> say what you want about man. democracy. That that's a big positive. That is a big positive. Yeah, it's what not the... like. Sorry, gone. Gone. Uh, I was just gonna. As it, it's not like you know every time. The king's getting to like 65, 70. You're thinking, okay, who's going to start the murdering? Uh, <laughs> who's right, going right. to who's gonna, who's gonna bump the old man off? Who's going to bump there's the old cruel, man off? I mean, look at, okay, <laughs> look. let's go back to like my lot, yeah? Oh, the ones Who that you like to call... The ones that you like to call my lot. I mean, they they uh, are your lot. That's, uh, okay. that's lot. <laughs> <laughs> so like King Abdullah, who preceded, you know, King Salman, mm. yeah? So his son was basically like gonna was like a shoe in that he was gonna be the next king, you know. He he was so powerful, all of them, right? Mm-hmm. What was his son's name? Uh, what was his son's name? Oh my god! Now you're asking me. That's that's how much it is. I've I've actually forgot his son's name. Uh, well, well, so, let me so. Google that quick. Yeah, I right, just go on. So his son was like basically guaranteed, you know, he was going to be uh, the next. Was it uh, Prince Naif? So Naif, Naif was one of them. Yeah, Mutaib yeah. was the other one. Yeah, it was Sultan. Yeah, so uh, that, so that side of the family was basically, you know, they were shooing that they were the next, uh, you know, they were the ones that are going to get the power. But he died, and whilst before him, uh, sorry, he died. And Salman outlived him by, you know, Salman's like more or less, you know, there's not much left of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Salman slowly, slowly, he, you know, wiggled his way and he wiggled his son into <laughs> becoming the deputy. Way. You know how they do, they do little <laughs> yeah. slowly, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. So he put his son in power. And obviously, his son, we saw what his son's done in terms of like consolidating his power, wiped out like all the other power from all the other sides of the family. Mm-hmm. No, are you, you talking? Know, about, are you talking about no, no, Salman? No, 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 you mean he he did a corruption purge and made the kingdom pure. Yeah, I mean, he did it. Obviously, that's why he did it. But I'm saying just the results of it. So you talking no. about uh, Bin Salman? He, he, didn't, he, he didn't get my sarcasm at all. Man. No, no, MBS. <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic, man. He he did a good thing, man. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, of course, man. I want to go on Umrah, man. Bro, I'm not getting chopped up in the <laughs> embassy, yeah? <laughs> Be taken out, black uh, bin, see, black uh, bin uh, see, and, and, and now I missed your sarcasm. <laughs> 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 yeah, forget that, man. These guys chop people up, man. 
And the, the, the craziest thing yeah. about it is that the Turks were like listening to it on 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 audio, like they could hear this guy being like suffocated and chopped up and stuff. And imagine, can you imagine you you listen to it? You're like, but they were apparently they may not have been listening to it live because it was bugged. But yeah, after yeah, they yeah. found out, they were like, hey, hold on, let's go and check the audio recordings. <laughs> They're probably holding in some kind of uh, safe to use it in, a, in some kind of future diplomatic uh, leverage thing. Knows. Well, they've already given out. Aren't they? they gave it out to the CIA, to yeah, yeah, but it's not public MI6 yet. Or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not public yet. Uh, only certain people have heard it. Yeah, only certain people. They should release it. In my opinion, anyway. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say that regardless, you know. But um, maybe, maybe the way. I guess face already done Umrah, right? So you just need to go again. No, I've, so done, I guess you I've, can say I've done. I've done Hajj too. So <laughs> oh, there you go. See, he's done his deed. So talk, it's talk clearly now about Saudi. Yeah. Yeah, I've done my Hajj, but I want to go again, man. Yeah. yeah, me too. I was actually making a plan of that. But you ain't going now. Don't want to keep my limbs intact. <laughs> <laughs> These guys don't mess about, man. <laughs> man, do you, I don't know if you know that journalist. Um, what's his name? Uh, Iyad Baghdadi. Yeah. Jumper. Yeah, yeah. You've seen yeah, him on yeah, there. Yes. And like that dude, man. He had to. He had to flee his house and everything. They put him in, uh, you know, there was a hit list on him. You know, the same with that Khashoggi. Yeah. Oh, he was he was on the same hit list. He was on the same hit list. So they, they actually, the oh. I forget where he is, in Norway or somewhere around one of them countries. And uh, the intelligence agency came and said, you know, there's going to be a hit on you. And basically, we have to take you away. And he, he had to come away. They had to obviously then do all these diplomatic channels or whatever and say, look, man, you can't be going around killing journalists, you know. Yeah, they were, they were going to say, "Listen, you're going to end up chopped up in some uh, dingy room uh, and scrubbed away with some bleach if you don't uh, come with us." Yeah, so yeah, this, this, we joke. Obviously, we're joking about all this kind of stuff, but it is serious. Oh, of course, it's serious. Yeah. Serious stuff. This is horrific. And the thing is, is, is the um, like the total. Uh, like he comes on TV and he talks about <laughs> you got you got you got uh, this this guy he comes on TV and he's like yes I did it <laughs> it's all my fault <laughs> it's like you know what I mean the, the, the like he's obviously he's he's admitting to it like obviously he, the, he's trying to say that it happened on my watch therefore I uh, I take the like responsibility for it but in a dark dark way he's kind of saying. Yeah, yeah, it was me. And I'm saying yeah. it's me, but you'll never be able to obviously prove it or whatever. What's what's funny is that the guys that who did it are now um being um detained and tried, aren't they? Yes, they are, yeah. And uh apart from the main guy, the ones that was the same. Yeah, was, yeah, um, the one who was the his right hand man. Yeah, his right hand man. And apparently the guy that actually did the chopping up He's died in a car accident, yeah, very conveniently. Hey, loose, loose ends, you can't have both. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's probably not even dead, man. He's probably just chilling yeah. somewhere. Nah, he's dead. Dead people don't talk. Hey. Yeah. It's, the, 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 it's safer to kill the dude than let him, uh, like, chill on an island somewhere where he bumps into 
Yeah, the Baghdadi. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe he's in uh, hiding at uh, Epstein's Island. <laughs> yeah, Epstein's Island. He he was he was linked with Saudis as well, wasn't he? Epstein was he? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I read about that like recently. He was linked, not not like uh, significantly, but he he had ties to the Saudis in some way. Um, the 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 royalty, like he would uh, he would fly out there and they would fly to him and stuff. But it's that's probably oh, yeah. just business. You're saying he had a Saudi passport? Wow, Epstein. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A fake Saudi passport. Or a, a real Saudi whatever passport, but like not official. It was probably Khashog, it was probably Khashoggi's. Just <laughs> <laughs> they probably just had it. <laughs> they changed the name. They did. But you, yeah, they used the whole to lift up the the film and then just replace the photos. <laughs> you realize how after five weeks, it, like people forgot about all yeah. the uh, Pedophile Island stuff. Completely, it's been like it's not even news anymore. Now it's just Kurdish uh, genocide. Yeah, because the case was dropped, wasn't it? Yeah, but th- that should spawn more controversy. It should spawn more conspiracy theories. But no, yeah, but that's the thing. It's the world we live in. Like uh, a world we live in. Like what's happened today is going to be forgotten. Right. Forgotten in like three yeah. days. You know. Anyway, just uh, stay safe. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, we're done? Don't get chopped up. Don't Don't get chopped up. Now visit and, and, and visit our website, uh, noapologiesgiven.com. And we'll catch up with you guys soon. And we will catch up with you guys soon. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, wa alaikum. Wa alaikum.